Welcome, and thank you for joining us today on the Solomon's Porch Podcast with Bible teacher Barry Borthistle. Barry has been a student of the Word his entire life. As a former pastor, he understands how to disciple people in the Bible. And as a successful business owner, he brings real-world issues into perspective through the lens of Scripture. Go to solomonsporchteaching.com for the notes from this episode. Now, welcome Barry Borthistle. Then were it accounted all joy, which means calm delight, cheerfulness, exceeding gladness. When I start doing that, my attitude changes. It really does. The joy with which we endure trials is the present in the present is a signal of hope for future relief. Let the temple be filled with his glory. Let the courts be filled with his praise. Let us worship the Lord in the holy of holies. Everybody and welcome to our second podcast in this series to help us through the days in which we live. As I mentioned last week on our first podcast in this new series, the quote from the Wall Street Journal, which said, who will save us now that the monster COVID-19 has broken free? Question mark. The pandemic has humbled the country and the world and has opened up millions of eyes to this risky universe once more. Then it goes on to say that, but for societies founded on biblical traditions, pandemics need not make for the end. Very, very hopeful. Great struggles can produce great clarity. In the Old Testament, it would seem that men of spiritual resources may not only redeem catastrophe, but turn the moment into a creative opportunity, very inspirational stories that we're going to share with you from the Bible in the coming weeks. Just absolutely incredible. And as David uh, sang, of course, let the temple be filled with his praise. Uh, We, uh, or I I guess I could ask ask this, do you or did you know that God has a vaccine that is approved in writing and tested with instructions for life's problems today. Amazing. And that's because your body is God's temple. I love what Joan Rivers said. She said, my body is a temple and my temple needs redecorating. I think all of our temples need redecorating. But this podcast series will continue to address how to apply God's approved vaccine to any challenge that you may have, including financial, health, marriage, family, relationships, business, 
personnel, or any other area. On the second page of notes, we mentioned this uh, on the last podcast, but it shows a picture of a wave, which we're going to talk about in a few minutes. But if God brings you to it, that's any kind of a trial, he will bring you through it. Now, that's big news. God has promised that we can become his temple. This is an overwhelming and awesome thought. And then the next uh, page in your notes, I think really applies to where we are today with, with the change in the world and the fact that we're, we're featuring the, the body as God's temple, which I, I have a hard time getting my head around that, I'll be honest with you, but uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a fact. And um, I'm not sure who said this, but uh, six ethics of life. And I'm going to get Ruth to read the six ethics of life. All right. Before you pray, believe. Before you speak, listen. Before you spend, earn. Before you write, think. Before you quit, try. And before you die, live. (laughs) Those are good. Very powerful. Read them again. All right. Before you pray, believe. Before you speak, listen. Before you spend, earn. Before you write, think. Before you quit, try. Before you die, live. (laughs) That's great. All right. We want to spend today talking about, last week we talked about preparation and preparing yourself uh, to ask God for wisdom. And so on page one of the notes, it's it uh, we will turn to if you have it there in front of you. And it's from James chapter one today. Now, I know I've done a podcast on this before, but this is such powerful, powerful principles, particularly in the day in which we live. Before COVID-19, maybe not as, as powerful, but I read out loud as often as necessary as a prayer to the Lord. I read it back and say, okay, God, here's my situation. I've gone through the preparation of last the last uh, podcast. If you haven't heard that, you should listen to it. And so we entitled this, How to Profit from Trials or How Shall We Then Live? Hope. So it's found in James chapter 1, verses 2 to 8. I'm going to get Ruth to read uh, the verse, and then I'm going to make a few comments on each verse. And again, what I do two or three times a week or whenever necessary, I read this back to the Lord. So, okay, I've prepared. Now, all right, Lord, I'm going to do it exactly. I take the instructions that you have given me. So, Ruth, read verse 2, please. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into divers' temptations. Now, the word count means to lead the way, to have rule over, to be chief. Now, that's really unreasonable, God, but that's what he says. We're to lead the way. Well, some of us are leading the way. The Jewish culture believer believed that the more trials you have, the closer to God you are. And Paul talks about that in 1 Timothy 3.12. Then we're to count it all joy, which means calm delight, cheerfulness, exceeding gladness. When I start doing that, my attitude changes. It really does. The joy with which we endure trials is the present in the present is a signal of hope for future relief. Then we 
fall into these. Now, when you fall into something, it does not necessarily mean that you have created it. For example, many of you are in a trial today because of COVID-19. You didn't cause it. It happened. You fell into it. And that's the story of the Good Samaritan in, in uh, Luke 10, 25 to 37. I encourage you to read it. Remember, Jesus taught the two greatest commandments. The first one, to love God with all your heart, soul, mind. That's, that's all your temple. Remember, your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who lives within you. Incredible. Number two, then, we are to love others as ourselves. Then it goes on to say that the temptations or trials will be different. The word is used divers, which means various in character. Then the word temptation. This is an interesting thought. And only a biblical worldview would, would, would agree with this. The word temptation means adversity. It means trials with a beneficial purpose or effect. So what we're going through, there's a purpose for it. And that makes all the difference in my attitude toward problems, whatever they may be, that is for a beneficial purpose and effect. Then we go into verse 3. Ruth? Knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. Now, now that you understand this, and uh, you realize what God is saying here, the trying of yourself, and then we talk about faith. Well, what is faith? In an upcoming podcast, we're going to have an entire podcast on faith. It's too lengthy. It's going to be just one podcast because the greatest ingredient in God's vaccine for our life is faith. And we're going to cover that in details with some amazing stories that are going to be very inspirational to, you, to us. Because Hebrews verse 11, verse 6 says, without faith is it, it is impossible, which means impotent, to please God. But he rewards those who diligently seek him. That's an incredible promise. And, of course, the other thing that once we get through faith is that it teaches us patience. Patience perfects the Christian character. So let patience have her perfect work. That's not something that I am very good at. I think I'm getting a little better. I don't know whether Ruth wants to comment on that or not, but that's very, very that's good. Too, that's very, good. very mm -hmm. true. Verse four. And the, here it is again. But let patience have her perfect work, that ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. Now, remember that, that endurance and steadfastness, steadfastness and patience have a full play and do a thorough work so that you may be perfectly and fully developed, lacking nothing. That's an incredible promise. That's translation from the Amplified Bible. Wanting nothing. Well, Jesus promised us in Matthew 6, 24, 34, when you look at your notes, that he tells us that all will be given to us. That's called the kingdom principle. Now, most of us, and i pretty well at the top of the class on this one, I worry a lot. Now, worry is a sin and can produce anxiety, fear, disease, and even mental illness. We're hearing an awful lot today on television 
about mental illness, and it's caused by worry or fear, which so many people have today. So what happens when you worry? Well, your mind and body go into overdrive as you constantly focus on what may happen. And that's from Web uh, Medical Doctor Web MD. For now, verses two to four are very important as part of the preparation. You go through what we learned last week, then you go through and read verses two to four. Now, you're in a position to ask God for wisdom. That's an incredible thought. I do this almost every day. So verse five reads, If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. Now, if there are about 1,600 ifs in the Bible, and the word usually means, it probably all the time, that someone has to make a decision. So it's your decision now, after you've gone through this preparation, if, if you need God's wisdom, I did this three times today before coming to this podcast, I would have the right words to say. So if you lack wisdom, now you can ask God for the wisdom. That's what God did with Solomon. God said to Solomon, what do you want? And he said, I want wisdom. And you know the story of Solomon, and we're going to cover that in some upcoming podcasts. But the Lord, uh, Solomon said, Lord, give your servant an understanding mind. God asks us the same question with a promise and instructions. Three things. Number one, we're to ask what means call up or do something. Ask God. Number two, God says, when you do that, I will give it to you. Give is a present participle, sound like a high school teacher, which means continual or repeated action with no indication of timing. In other words, it's up to God when he gives you the wisdom for what you're asking for. It may be a day, it may be a month, it may be a month, that's a a year, that's up to God. And number three, he will give it liberally, which means unconditional supply. Now, those are phenomenal promises that are there if we do it God's way, not our way. Verse six. But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. For he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. Now, we're going to be talking, as I mentioned already, a lot about uh, faith and endurance and sticking with it and uh, things like that in upcoming podcasts. But verses, uh, verse 7, uh, verse 7 and 8, read it together. Okay. For let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Now, it talks here about the wave of the sea. And, Ruth, read what the wave of the sea. Now, I want you to picture yourself on the beach and looking at the waves. They Uh, come and they go. Go ahead. Uh, I stood on the bluff this morning and watched the the waves. They were pretty wild. Uh, A wave of the sea is unstable, and so is the doubter. A wave of the sea is without rest, and so is the doubter. Now, in closing, we've been talking about 
dealing with trials and doing something about it and doing it God's way. Last podcast preparation, this one, how to do it. So we've given you the biblical instructions, which are very, very powerful. I want to finish up this podcast with another amazing story. We had a fabulous story last week about a lady starting at 59 years of age and running 25 marathons. Well, this one in many ways is even more dramatic. His name is Jimmy Jensen. Jimmy was the first runner with Down syndrome to finish a New York marathon. He crossed the finish line hours after the winners, but he still set a record because he was the first person with Down syndrome to complete the race. Jimmy who was 48 from Los Angeles, California, ran all 26.2 miles with his friend Jennifer Davis at his side. The pair met 12 years ago through the program called Best Buddies, a group that aims to connect people who have intellectual disabilities with people who do not. When they met, neither of them were runners. But that changed when Jensen, you know, he was the one that suggested this. This almost bring tears to my eyes. Suggested that they run a 5K together. Since that first race, the pair have run a number of races together, including the Los Angeles Marathon this spring. Since he's taken up running, Jensen has lost 69 pounds. But Davis says she has seen a change in his personality as well. When she first met him, she told today, the television program, he would sit in the corner, kind of cross-legged, He became, but now has become so much more outgoing. Wonderful, wonderful story, uh, again, of someone who has a problem and who has challenges in life, but decided because of another person's encouragement to run a marathon and set a world record, and I don't even know if it's been done since. But I hope these stories inspire you, no matter where you are in your walk, and apply these principles from the first two podcasts because they are so life-changing. Now, as I mentioned, that faith is the number one vaccine, I believe, or the number one ingredient, I should say, in God's vaccine, in the next podcast, we are going to talk entirely about faith. Now, you're going to hear some stories you've never heard before. You're probably going to hear some principles you've never heard before. But they are amazing when you apply them to your life. And so I'm going to ask Ruth to close in prayer. And then again, we're going to have Dave and his two lovely daughters Closing our, our podcast by singing the great hymn, Great is Thy Faithfulness. Honey? Loving Lord, we thank you for the strong declarations of your word that we have uh, zeroed in on right now. And we continue to ask you to increase our faith. Thank you for the gift of faith. I pray that we would be people that are unwavering, that we would be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. I pray that this time uh, will have been very encouraging to our friends who have joined us. Go with us for the rest of this day. In your name I pray, amen. 
Great is thy faithfulness, O God, my Father. There is no shadow of turning with thee. Thou changes not thy compassions, they fail not. As thou hast been, thou forever will be. Great is thy faithfulness, great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning, new mercies I see. All I have needed, thy hand hath provided. Great is thy faithfulness, Lord, unto me. Pardon for sin and a peace that endureth. Thine own dear presence to cheer and to guide. Strength for today and bright Blessings all mine with ten.